0: There. Welcome to Feed That Nation. My name is Natalie Nation and this podcast is going to be a little different today. Um, if you're watching me on YouTube, you can probably tell I'm not in my usual space. I am in my new house that I bought with my husband and we've been moving in and packing and doing all of those sorts of house things in the last couple of weeks and it has been so crazy. I cannot even begin to tell you. And so I really wanted to get this podcast out there and I might even just do it in one take and not even edit it or anything like that because I have been trying to value consistency this year and I feel like ever since the pandemic started and I started doing two videos a week instead of just one, it's been kind of a labor of love to be doing two videos a week. That's a lot of work. I mean, it's production time for me. It's a lot of time to just like sit in front of a camera, it's a lot of editing time, uploading and exporting and all that takes five ever, it's so ridiculous, but with moving and everything, it has been just so crazy, I haven't even been able to just like sit down for 20 minutes and talk in front of a camera for weeks, um, to be completely honest, so I kind of just wanted to do this podcast a little bit of the state of the nation, if you will, I love that pen. Um, you know, my last name's Nation, if you're new. Hi. Um, so, life updates. Bought a house, obviously. This room that I'm in right now, it's one of the bedrooms in the house that I am turning into my filming space, my workspace, my office, if you will, and it will also be a guest room, but at the time being, there is not a whole lot in here besides my filming equipment, some leftover painting stuff some trash I need to throw away, Um, my little table with my bagel that I ate as I was setting all this up, (laughs) not a whole lot. And this room is really my pride and joy. I've been working on it really hard since we bought the house, I painted it. The wall here is sort of this light grayish lavender and the wall behind the bookshelf that you can't see right now is a darker purple. And this whole room, floor to ceiling, when we got into the house was painted yellow, completely yellow. So we've had to do the walls, we've had to do the ceiling. I repainted a lot of the trim in here so it's nice and bright and white. This bookshelf was here. It was left with the house. It's uh, attached to the wall. And so I had to um, move the bookshelves, unattach them from the walls to paint behind them. And then I reattached them to the walls and added just some removable vinyl. You guys can see the purple and the wood pattern. Um, Just to make it more festive, I really am trying to design my dream filming spot, if you will. And that's been taking up a ton of time, along with all the other projects in the house. I mean, my husband and I, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that we tore out all of the carpet, almost all of the carpet on the main floor of the house. And it was all pink shag carpet, very old pink shag carpet, probably from the 80s or so. Very trendy back then, not so trendy right now. Well, that was one of my window shades. Um, Anyways, and we tore out all of that pink carpet and we tore up the padding and we had to sand the floor down and remove all the staples. We had to fill in holes with wood putty and then we stained and we refinished the wood floors. And, excuse me, that was huge. That was a huge project. It was honestly kind of ridiculous to do. But the floors are so nice now Um, again go look on Instagram. I've got a story highlight saved with that Um, We've also been taking down a lot of wallpaper. There's a lot of very Vintage wallpaper in this house. I think I counted about seven or eight different patterns of wallpaper mostly on the main floor And so we've been taking that out wallpaper is Sorry mom. It's a bitch to remove it is not fun and it's been taking a while, but we're looking forward to having the wallpaper down so that we can paint behind it, so we can spackle, so we can really make this house our own. And it's it's truly been a labor of love. Like I said, my podcasts are a labor of love. This house has been a labor of love. And the last like month or so has just been such a whirlwind. Um... <laughs> Other life updates, I'm 24 now. I had my birthday last week, and that was crazy fun and exciting. We didn't really celebrate a whole lot with family or friends because COVID, but uh, Paul bought me flowers and cheesecake from a really nice bakery here in the cities. And we just kinda enjoyed the evening together. I think we watched a movie and we chatted and we worked a little on the house. and. I mean what more can a girl ask for I've also been enjoying my new job you guys know I got a job at a hospital here in the Twin Cities and I've been working in their nutrition services office as a diet tech and that's been really fun I actually am enjoying the job a lot more than I thought I would I was a little nervous that it would be boring or that I would struggle with it but I really like my coworkers for the most part, and the job itself um, challenges me in a lot of ways that I enjoy being challenged in nutrition and learning about all the clinical red tape that kind of goes behind keeping a hospital running and all of the aspects of that. I also just love getting to interact with patients. One of the aspects of my job is to support the room service uh, call operators during busy times. And so, during like lunch and dinner rush hours, I'll hop on and take a few calls, and it's honestly super fun just to chat with people, even though our conversations are pretty limited to them wanting beef pot roast and me asking if they want gravy on it. But, um, I've been called sweetheart a lot by some old men, which is interesting. Um, someone told me a really dirty joke. I've had a cute, a couple of cute conversations with some older people who are just, I think, kind of lonely. And I think I'm gaining a lot of perspective about what it looks like to be a patient in a hospital, because that's something I don't think I've ever been. You guys know I went to the ER back in August, but that was more of just a couple of hours. And some of the patients in the hospital that call for lunch or dinner or breakfast every day, they've been in the hospital for weeks. And so that's been really... Challenging in a good way. Challenging for me personally, challenging for me professionally, and I really am enjoying my new job. Um, enjoying my new haircut, enjoying my new house, enjoying the new semester. Obviously, online classes in a master's program are... It wouldn't have been my first choice. I've said it here on the pod before that I would never have chosen an online master's degree, but here I am and it's challenging in a lot of ways that I dislike. You know you guys know I talk about on the pod a lot that I have a learning disability and that makes online courses more of a struggle for me than they might be otherwise. But you know I'm trying to make the most of it. I'm still attending my online zoom lectures in person if you will I've been interacting with my classmates. I've been doing my best to focus on the readings and the projects and keep on top of all of that. And I'm really excited to still be progressing with my degree. I know that there are several students who were delayed, not um, in my program, but in other programs at my school and around the country, they were delayed in graduating because of the pandemic. And I'm really lucky at the moment not to be one of them. And so I'm trying to make the most of it because I personally am struggling probably significantly less than a lot of other peers that I have across the school and across the country and that's a really privileged thing for me to be able to say and so I'm trying to keep that in mind and really just kind of dig in and make the most of this situation that for me is less than ideal but for other people could be really, really, really challenging. So coming up on Feed That Nation, at the beginning of the pandemic, when I was deciding that I wanted to do two videos a week, I sort of drew out a content calendar that I've been adding to as the months go by and checking things off and brainstorming as I go. And I had big plans for October. I really wanted to do a lot of videos centered around choosing graduate school and the graduate school application process and all of that. And I'm not sure exactly where that's going to go now because with the moving and with the delay I've had in filming and sort of the the general upset of my normal life, I haven't been able to pre-record or plan as well for a lot of videos as I think I would have hoped. But I really do want to focus on the aspects of graduate school that I feel like people don't talk about very much, you know. Who do you need on your graduate school application team, you know? What should your plan B or plan C be if you don't get into the program? You know? Even I really, really want to do an episode talking with my current program director where we go over my application to the program from a couple of years ago, and I really want to just ask her, like, what makes a good application? Like, what in my application made them choose me? Like, what are programs looking for in an application? And obviously my program director, who I love to bits, she is so wonderful and works so hard. She's crazy busy right now trying to figure out how to manage two cohorts full of students and all of these students needing to do internships and other experiences that are definitely not going to look the same with the pandemic as they once did. And so I don't know if that episode's going to happen anytime soon, but... I have a lot of plans in the works. My other sort of big plan for kind of a theme for episodes is that I am incredibly passionate about college student financial literacy and addressing the fact that a lot of college students are in poverty to get themselves an education. And you guys know I did a lot of work in college student food insecurity back in undergrad. I have a few episodes about that that I'll link below. But the bigger picture is that food insecurity is a symptom of larger financial insecurity. And college students, I feel, struggle a lot. I don't want to say a lot more than others, but there are unique aspects to college life and being a college student that place a lot of students in really financially precarious and vulnerable situations and that can be really dangerous for physical health, for mental health, for physical and emotional safety and I want to address that in a bunch of episodes and I absolutely do welcome your feedback Um, if there's anything in particular you really want me to talk about I think I keep saying to my classmates that I really would like to work in higher ed one day and work with college students and part of that comes from the fact that I am a college student and I feel like these are my people these are my peers you know and part of it comes from the fact that being a young adult is kind of awesome you know you kind of got the whole world laid out in front of you but that of course comes with the challenges of having the entire world laid out in front of you and so I'm gonna have to do a lot of soul searching on that just to be sure that I'm addressing the issues I want to address appropriately thoroughly with sensitivity and obviously thinking about diversity and accessibility because as I said back in June when George Floyd was murdered by Minneapolis policemen and there was all of the civil unrest and the protests and the riots here I am very committed to the idea the fact really that black lives matter I am committed to the fact that I, as a white woman, have privileges that my black peers do not and my non-white peers do not. That my, you know, able-bodied peers have that my disabled peers do not. And I want my videos to be a reflection of not only my continued growing and understanding of the topic, but of ideas that can support the college student population as a whole. And that's obviously like... That's huge. That's huge and abstract and it doesn't have a clear definition for how I want to do that But I feel like in addressing both Grad school and all of the bits and pieces that go along with that and then college student financial security and insecurity and vulnerability I have to keep that in mind and I have to be sure that When I'm addressing individual issues like food insecurity or student loans that I'm Supporting all students and not just the students with the experiences that I have and that's really tough, that is so tough. (laughs) I think, um, just to add, I think on a more personal note for me is that I recently, within the last couple of months, have started taking SSRIs, which are a form of medication commonly taken for depression and anxiety and I've also been on medication for my ADHD and symptoms related to that for several months now and I would really love to do a video excuse me I would really love to do a video talking about that aspect of mental health and seeking out pharmaceutical help for mental health issues and that combination with medication and therapy and telling my story a little bit and I guess what I can say right now is that with all of the changes and the upheaval and the upset, not necessarily upset bad, but just upset change that's been going on in my life, it's been really nice to be on these medications that are helping me to focus more, they're helping me to have fewer lows, and to be just a little bit more mellow, to feel happy when I'm supposed to feel happy, and that's been really amazing you know, with my nutrition and public health background and my wanting to advocate for college students to get the help that they need to be healthy, confident, successful, I feel like I really want to acknowledge more of my own journeys with that and the the challenges that come with that and maybe that'll be something that comes up in future videos. I certainly hope it does. And so I wanted to end this episode actually with my food, my follow, and my fun before I let you go I am fully anticipating having a regular filming uploading schedule beginning next Wednesday. Um, I don't think I will upload a vlog this coming Saturday just because, again, the house is kind of a mess. We're working on it and I just am not having the time that I was hoping to have to be able to film and upload two videos a week right now. And that's okay. That's really okay. My food this week is to go check out the Muddy Paws Bakery in St. Louis Park in the Twin Cities. They're a suburb to the west, I believe, and they make incredible cheesecakes. This is the cheesecake I had for my birthday. i would never eaten there before, but my husband just kind of googled, told him I wanted cheesecake, he googled cheesecake in the Twin Cities and this place came up. Oh my gosh, so good. Easily the best cheesecake I have ever had. They have vegan and other allergy-friendly options for people who need that. If you are local to the Twin Cities, go check them out. Oh my goodness, so, so good. My follow for the week is an obstetrician and gynecologist on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Her name is Danielle Jones, MD, and her handle is Mama Doctor Jones, which I think is funny because it's a play on both the fact that she is a mama doctor and that she is a mother and a doctor. Dr. Jones talks about everything from pregnancy and gynecological health. She talks about a lot of different health issues that people with uteruses face. She talks about conception. She talks about sexual health and keeping yourself sexually safe when you're sexually active. From a public health standpoint, I think she does an incredible job of addressing a hugely diverse audience in really positive and uplifting ways. I love watching her videos. They're so educational. They're so fun. She's just, she's got a super great sense of humor. She's super interested in putting out evidence-based educational entertaining content, which is pretty much exactly what I am interested in, and she's got such a fun audience and such a fun way of talking about the issues that she addresses. So go check her out. She is Mama Doctor Jones. My fun for the week and this is going to look different depending on who you are, where you live, and what you have access to, but go ahead and paint something. You guys know that I've been doing a lot of painting in my house lately. Painted this, painted the walls, painted the ceiling, painted the trim, all of that. If that's not reasonable for you, if that's not financially reasonable, if you're not living in a place where you can paint anything, paint something small, you know, get some paper and some watercolors like you did when you were little and just paint a picture, you know, paint something for your fridge. It's super fun. I am loving a lot of creative outlets these days. I've always been a creative person in different ways and having a house has kind of pulled out another side of that for me and I really hope that in this weird pandemic time, in this semester, you know, we're a month into the semester at least by now, that you can find ways to be creative that really just bring joy for you. Thank you so much for watching this video. Thank you for kind of following along as I ramble. I'm honestly probably not going to edit this video a whole lot at all. It's actually Wednesday morning as I'm filming this and I really wanted to get it up Wednesday so that you guys can have a regular podcast upload. Um, We'll see how that goes. You know, my life's been crazy. Go ahead, if you haven't already, go follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation and go check out my blog, feedthatnation.com. Also, I haven't mentioned it in this episode yet, but I am an affiliate partner with Coconut Whisk, which is a Minnesota based company that produces vegan, gluten free, allergy friendly baking mixes. I recently tried the chocolate muffin mix over the weekend it turned out so well I didn't take a picture unfortunately but I had some family members come and help me move all of the furniture from our apartment into our house and they all loved it I took the regular muffin mix and I added a packet of instant espresso and some extra double dutch cocoa it turned out oh my gosh they turned out so well they were just super rich and chocolatey the little bit of espresso really brought out all the rest of the flavors yum so go check out Coconut Whisk using my affiliate link below and if you use my coupon code Nation, I receive a small commission and even better, you receive $3 off your order. Go check out Coconut Whisk. Whew. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation and you've been listening to Feed That Nation. Have a great day and I'll see you soon.